Hey, 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 I'm here. Sorry for the delay. Had some technical issues here, but here I am. Thank you so much for being here. The last live Q&A of Accent Makeover 2020. Woohoo! How are you doing? I am so thrilled to celebrate this week with you. Um, I've been in the comments a little bit and in the group and I'm you know me, very emotional about this and about reading your insights and journeys. So the purpose of Celebration Week, we have two. Um, we have three. One is uh, to get all the answers that you need. This is why I'm here still. Two, um, to celebrate your achievements and your progress and to, um, to share where you're at with no judgment and no expectations, right? Because I said, I think in the email, I said, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at. This week in the in the sessions that we had on Sunday session, um, I spoke to Ramona and she said, I, I'm only in module number four and it's the end of the program. And I told her, then probably all you could do is go through four modules, which is a lot, right? In 10 weeks, taking into consideration your life and your new job and all of that, which makes everything perfectly fine. Because you need to understand what is your pace and celebrate that. Celebrate that within 10 weeks, you had a lot of clarity around what you need to do, even if, you know, you had to go through four modules, but you did it, you know, and you learned it. So wherever you are at, I want you to take a moment and celebrate it because it's so incredibly important to Give yourself that, you know, appreciation because because when you focus on appreciating what you are doing, it is so much easier to grow and to thrive and to succeed. Whereas, you know, you keep saying to yourself, that's not good enough or you didn't do it or this and that. Okay, Novi's here. Valentina, Sunita, hello, Naima, Claudia, so good to see you all. Arvile, good, 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 good. Happy that you're all here. What do you think about the backdrop for the last session i wanted to be, i wanted it to be a little fancy <laughs> okay edsky good to see you okay oh and the last thing the last thing is to catch up <laughs> if you still want to post your videos for a week for module number 7 and module number 8 threads are open until sunday okay so you have time until sunday and um, you will get feedback gradually until I think Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday probably. Um, so you can do it easily. You have the entire weekend to catch up uh, and that's it. Now for all of you who are thinking, wait, but I still, you know, I haven't posted my R video or I haven't posted my TH video. As I said, we give like three weeks or a few weeks for each module and then we have an additional week and then we close threads because that's the best way to give you know the proper feedback for everyone and also to put a deadline for you to post it if you haven't had a chance because life happens and you don't always have time there's always the next round so keep on practicing use the practice toolkit not practice practice toolkit as well but use the practice um guide you can post and ask your friends. Um, you know, you can work with someone in the group. You can just like approach someone and be like, hey, would you like to practice with me? And um, and that's it. Like that would be good enough. And on uh, in, in the next round, you can actually get 
the feedback that you want, okay? Because you can all join the next round. Fatma finally posted her power speech, yay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check it out right after. Um, what else did I wanna say to you? I'm gonna answer some of the questions right after. I'm trying to think if I had anything else to say. Okay, let me open it up. If you have any questions for me, please let me know. I'm going to be here again next week. Okay, so we're not done. Um, I do encourage, oh, I wanted to say two more things. So um, please, please, please take a moment and post, whether it's in the comments of the post that I've written or ideally just either make a video or write a post sharing um, your wins. And if you say to yourself, I don't have a lot of wins, figure it out, okay? Figure out what is a win, what are you happy with? Uh, what are you able to notice now that you haven't noticed before? And post it to the group, okay? Let us cheer you on for a little bit. Um, and in the bonus vault, um, I think it's already published. If not, it will be published today. There is the practice toolkit. Uh, let me know if you started, if you have access to it or you've seen it or if you haven't, let, let me know as well. Um, and we're adding a few more exercises that are going to be there just for the people who need them. Okay, it's not for everyone. Speech exercises for W and V. Oh, love the toolkit, good. W and V, so for those people, Hindi speakers, Russian speakers, if you struggle with the W versus V, I created a practice sheet for you. It's in the bonus vault. And I have a video, a YouTube video explaining it. Uh, Spanish speakers, uh, um, Thai speakers, I think as well. B, P, V, F, people who tend to confuse those sounds. Either one, like B with P or B with V or P with F. So it's a it's a worksheet that kind of like covers all of those sounds. And the H, French speakers, Hebrew speakers, okay? Um, who else? Maybe Brazilian Portuguese speakers. If you struggle with the H and sometimes you kind of like reduce it, hate and eight are, are challenging. And also you'll have a video, a YouTube video, but a practice sheet with audio so you can download. If none of these sounds are challenging for you, stick with the program, okay? You don't have to go and practice it if it's not a challenge. This is why it's not a part of the core content, but we wanted to give you access to it so you can practice if it is challenging for you. Okay, great. All right, so let's see. Melania is asking. Uh, Milani is asking, I listen to our podcast a lot and I hear a ton of times this word motivated. I use it a lot. Uh, I can't pronounce this word like Hadar. with the, um, It's like with the word video. Mm, okay. Let's talk about the word motivated. Motivated. Mo, O is in go, mo. And then it's a light, light D. It's like a flat T, right? It's like a flat T. Moda, moda. Moda, schwa, moda, they, as in day, can you hear that? Motivated, motivated. So the T at the end is a flap T as well. Notice how they sound the same, even though one is a T, one is a D. 
motivated, motivated. Good. Uh, linking V and W is cha challenging. Um, so Melania, the, in the bonus vault, you'll find the exercise. It's perfect for you because there are transitions there. But remember that with the V and W, for the V, the lip has to come up to touch the teeth. V, for the W, there is no contact whatsoever. Wuh. Okay. We have a bunch of questions, so I'll try to get through all of them as quickly as possible. Anur is asking, I just got a question about the word ointment, ointment. The T is silent and sometimes the T is pronounced clearly. Both are correct, okay? Sometimes when people try to be clear, they'll pop it, ointment, ointment. Um, a lot of times it's just going to be ointment. It's like held and it's sort of an, it's like a nasal T, oint, because of the N, ointment. Both are okay, ointment or ointment. Okay, am I still on? Can you hear me? Let me know in the comments. Feels like I got disconnected for a sec. Georgina is asking, I wonder what is the most effective way to learn and practice phrasal verbs? Um, can you hear me? Yes, okay, thank you. <laughs> Naima, I can always trust you. Um, the best way to practice phrasal verbs is truly to treat each phrasal verb like um, uh, like a new word, right? Like don't try to find a system and to be like, okay, I'll just learn the word took, took out, took in, took away, because took out is going to have a different meaning like than took away. And you wanna treat it as if it's two words. The fact that both have the word took in it, in it is sheer coincidence. Okay, so I think that we try to find reason and sense and there is, but it's less about the original verb and more about the article or the particle. Um, have you all gotten my phrasal verbs workbook? It was also a bonus, but I don't mind sharing it with everyone right now. So it might help you, Georgina. So if you don't have the phrasal verb workbook, let us know and we'll send it to you. Michael. Could you demystify the H sound? When is it silent? I like this word, demystify. Let's do it. Okay, the H is usually pronounced and that practice sheet is going to help you and actually will address it. The only time that it, it's um, dropped is like in the five words, hour, heir, heir to the throne, herbs in American English, honor, and honest. In these five words, the H is just, and it's just there for, for fun. There is no H. In the words, in function words, her, him, his, the H is there and usually pronounced unless you connect it and the word is reduced. Tell him, then you can drop it and you turn it into a schwa, okay? If you say tell him, that's okay too, because people may say it like that. They may separate it for the sake of being heard. Um, is it about him, right? If I stress it, I can definitely, I, I cannot drop the H. Okay, so only when you drop it, 
you can, um, only when you drop it, reduce it, you can drop the H, okay? Okay, I'll share it, you guys. Phrasal verbs. I'll share it. Um, and other than that, the H is always pronounced. Hair. His. Ahead. Hundred. House. So on and so forth. Okay, Alma is saying one of the recommendations in module eight is to keep uh, practicing, to keep practice was to listen to speakers of our native tongue and identify patterns. I did it and I noticed the following pattern. Most of the time, mouth is closed and intonation is totally flat. Very good observation. Please, could you confirm if my interpretation is correct? Absolutely. Closed mouth, intonation is could be repetitive or a little flatter than the pitch that we're expecting to see. Excellent job. And I think it's a, it's a good idea. It's a good tip, Hadar. Good. So, you know, listen to others and try to be objective. Because sometimes when we listen to ourselves, we stop hearing it. Like we don't notice. Well, we also have like all these thoughts about how we sound that we forget to truly listen. And when you li we listen to others, all of a sudden we notice all of these things. Okay. Irina, far earlier. Ooh, I like challenges. Far earlier. Let's practice how to pronounce it. Far, far, far earlier. Far earlier. Far earlier. Far, er as in stir. Early, er. So we have two stirs there in a way. Earlier. And also you can think about it as if we have like this intrusive. Yeah. Earlier. Far earlier. Far earlier. Jujika, yes, I, uh, um, I think I started watching it and I, I'm going to come back to it again because uh, I was interrupted. So I'm definitely going to watch and comment. Um, okay, Laura is asking, this is about beyond course. Does it include enunciation exercises? Yes, we do have um, once a week or sometimes once every two weeks, we have a pronunciation class uh, with Yelena. And uh, we do have twice a month exercises with feedback around pronunciation. So there's like a lot of room for pronunciation, um, all, di all different aspects. And, um, and with me, there are workshops as well. That's for Beyond. And I'll talk more about it next week. As I said, I'm going live next week to talk about beyond. So this week is all about like, you know, still the program and answers in celebration. Next week, you'll learn how you can continue with us if you'd like. Um, Natalie, tell us more about the program after this program. What's next? Um, next week, next week. I know, I know you want to know, but like I really want, I don't want to take away from your experience here. Um, I might, I might do it sooner. I might do it even on Friday, okay, to let you know, just so, so you know what to prepare. I'll let you know if I can do it sooner. Anyway, right, I want everyone to start together at the beginning of next month so you can outline your, we can kind of like start celebrating together and um, create an outline for the entire month because we truly work month by month and we set goals for the month. And to do it right at the beginning of the month is, is just fantastic. So it works well. Um, Su Young Lee is asking, what is the difference between schwa and cup sound? 
Um, can I mix those two in the same word? For example, subtle. Um, yeah, in subtle, there are, or cousin, cousin. I'll use cousin because in subtle, the second schwa is actually, the schwa is actually swallowed. It's like a mini schwa. Subtle, there is a schwa, but it's really swallowed. Um, but in cousin, there is a cup sound, ka, and then zin, 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 right? Schwa. Um, so the cup sound is just more open. The tongue is a little higher. Ka, zin, zin. And the schwa is just totally reduced. Um, let me think of another example. Cousin. I can't think of another example of like a cup and a schwa without R's and L's and all of that. Um, it'll come to me. Uh, but but more emphasis, longer, usually higher in pitch for the cup. The tongue position is almost the same, but the schwa is a bit more closed. The tongue is slightly flatter. Um, can I still submit practices this week? Yes, the threads for module number eight and seven are going to be open until Sunday. You have until Sunday. What is the difference? Okay, I can't understand the recording comparison. Should I record it twice? I need more context of what? Of the cup sound? Technically, I think you need to just listen to it and to identify it on the page, but I'm a little thrown off because I need context. Which, which comparison exercise? Roberta, are you here? It's not clear the difference between cup and father. Please, could you repeat it again? Sure. So cup, it's like a very natural, neutral uh sound. Uh, 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 right? Cup, love, fun. If you were to switch the uh sound of the word fun with an o, fun, love, Cop, it would sometimes sound okay to some people, but a lot of times it would sound a little strange. The thing about the Oz and Father coffee office is that if you turn it into an O, coffee office, it might sound okay. Because first of all, in British English, it's more like an O. A lot of people anyway think of it like an O sound because of the spelling. So the ahs and father is geared more towards the o sound. Ah, uh, somewhere between i and o. The mouth is more open and usually the sound is longer. Possible. Job. Cup. Cop. Right? Um, more words. Bus. Boss. Let's take the bus. My boss takes the bus. My boss takes the bus, right? The bus is like you shoot it out, the cup sound. Ah, it's a little more open. Um, so that's the main thing. Spelling patterns, the O is usually, uh, the Oz and Father is usually spelled with O, O-U, A-W sometimes. Um, never with a U. And O-U is rare, like thought. Okay, but usually when you see O-U, you can assume it's a cup sound. Country, for example, double. Uh, the cup sound is usually with U, O, 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 rarely, flood, blood, but still, and O, U, okay? 
That is the cup sound. So never look at the spelling, but we can understand that there are some patterns. Uh, Laszlo says, thank you for your superb get together and discussion. It always means a great experience. Oh, thank you, Laszlo. Just some kind words here. Ping is asking, I would like to express my gratitude and appreciation. I can imagine how much effort you put into this amazing, phenomenal program. Thank you so much, Ping. This means the world to me. Okay, how to VW transition, um, more like live with or I've waited. So I'll talk about it because this is exactly what Melania was asking about. But then I would ask you to go watch the video and drill the sounds in the bonus vault. So if you struggle with any type of transition, you have to do two things. One is to understand what your mouth is doing exactly for each sound. Right? And then you want to work on the transition, being totally focused. In this case, just use a mirror. Like we did with a or transitions. Right? Just like teaching your tongue that it's okay to go from one sound to another without stopping. Or your lips. Right? So you do that. And then put it in context. Like with live with live with live with and slow down on each sound to make sure that you're hitting it i've waited okay um the and and then do the drills the practice sheet in the bonus vault the T and sisters, sister and master should sound more like a d no actually because of the s right before the t sister it turns it into just like a very clean simple soft regular t sister ter ter not a d sister no a master okay is there a nasal d in burden yes there is so the rule for the d schwa n is exactly like the t schwa n but here, like we activate the vocal cords more for the D. Burden. Stu-den. Okay? Burden. Nasal. It's not wrong to say burden. Burden. Student. Not wrong. A lot of people, native speakers, say it that way. Choose whatever works best for you. Can the D be completely dropped in I'd rather? I'd like. No, you can't drop it, but it's held, right? Like you don't release it. I'd like. No, I'd rather. So you bring the tongue up. You make that, the vibrations here. I, you don't release the D. You just pull it directly for the R. I'd rather. I'd, I'd like from the D to the K, to the L. I'd like. I'd rather. I'd want. The reason why you can't drop the D is because it's going to be considered a grammar mistake. I rather, right? It's like you're dropping the wood completely. So we have to hear it. But the thing is, how we think it should sound or how we think, how we expect to hear it is not how, you know, uh, native speak speakers expect to hear it. So sometimes just that, those like subtle vibrations, 
is all it takes. I, I, okay. Yumiko, I have trouble to say finish because I have trouble to pronounce N. Do you struggle with pronouncing the N in other words? Yumiko, if you're not here, just, if you're not here, then just comment after and tag me. But for the N, you want to, like, if you struggle with a word, with any sound, understand what you need to do to say it. You bring the tip of the tongue up and you release air through the nose. And then if it's, sometimes it's challenging because it's in the middle of the word. Okay, like finish. And then I would say that, like, you have to isolate it. Nish, 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 nish. And then think of it like two separate words. Fi-nish, fi-nish, nish, nish. Bring the, ting the tongue up. Release air through the nose. N feel it coming out through your nose. And then try to connect it. Finish. But I need more information. Hi, Rocio. Good to see you. Um, okay. More questions. How would you recommend to work on sounds that we still have issues with? I went back to the tutorials, but not sure it would be more beneficial. Yeah, I would say just drill drill words and read texts using those specific sounds intentionally, but like up to one or two, right? Not more than that. Now Michael is making fun of me because I'm turning on the AC again. It's not working. Okay, hold on. That's it. Okay, so um, drills, you don't have to go back to the tutorials unless you had forgotten how to make it. But if you if you know how to do it, then just, just go to the practice guide. That's it. It's like those two, three, four, five minutes of what you really need to know about pronouncing the sound. Okay, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> And then, and then use it intentionally when recording yourself or when reading out loud. How to figure out if the word has diphthong sound or a single sound. As a Hindi speaker, I was just, I just hold that single vowel sound a little longer. Wait, motivation. I know, I know. You'll say wait or motivation or motivation. I get it. Um, it's kind of like you have to become more aware of those sounds. And if we're thinking like AI is usually, a, a, you know, um, or when there is an E, bait, hope, a silent E at the end, it usually indicates that it's a long vowel sound, usually a diphthong, okay? So a silent E is a good indication that the vowel before has hope, I said that, right? Bait, bake, um, hate, like, so that could be a good indication, but to become more aware of it, sometimes just like knowing that that's what's happening and drilling the words that we have in our exercises is a really good start because then your brain is more geared towards hearing those things. If up until now, it's not like you didn't hear it and you didn't perceive it. So now you're starting to perceive it. And when you hear it and perceive it, you can start making those changes or you'll feel like something is a little different when you're pronouncing it differently. 
Okay, party versus patty. Um, let's agree that even if you drop the R, potty, there are a lot of dialects in New York. For example, New York accent, they'd say potty, potty, right? Without the R. So a lot of native speakers drop the R here. So let's first of all understand that it's not a horrible mistake. And yeah, it may sound like potty, like potty training, P-O-T-T-Y. But if, if they say it like that, then I guess that people understand from the context that that's what they, not what they meant. But you, you got to create automation with getting to the R, par. So what, what I would do is drop the R, drop the teeth, pari, pari. Pari, par, par, pari, pari. Then think of putting a D, a real hard D. Pardi, pardi. Hold out the R too. Pardi, D, not a D. Pardi. It's already closer, right? Pardi. Even if it's a D sound. And honestly, like I noticed that the, the flap TD is a little different after an R. It is a little different. Pardi, pardi. Party. It's not as uh, <laughs> it's not like Betty. It's not that easy breezy, flowy, fluttery. Okay. So it's a little heavier. So even if you put a true D party, that's easier if you feel that potty is not a good alternative. Party. And then gradually, when you just put a D and get used to saying it with a D, then gradually you'll be able to make the D a little lighter. But it, it, it takes time. These kind of words or challenges, they take time. you got to create a new automation. So I call it training wheels. You add a heavy D. It's easier. It's not there yet, but it's closer. Start with that. Get used to that. And then from here, it would be easier to nail the right pronunciation. But it's, it's, it's better to do it that way than, you know, all, try to get here so quickly, too quickly. Uh, or right away. What are my thoughts on shadowing? I thought it was pretty clear in the program, but I think it's great. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I do want you to do it, to be intentional about it. So when you shadow, shadow it, try to repeat all the patterns, everything that we always do, but always be like, okay, my biggest challenge is, let's say, the R, or my biggest challenge is, let's say, the T, and or intonation, I'm going to put special focus on these elements as I'm shadowing, right? Because you can shadow and try to focus on everything, but to be honest, like think about, you know, you walking down the street, you are exposed to a lot of things that are happening, you're hearing a lot of sounds, but what you're hearing is not really what your brain is digesting or analyzing because you are, there's like a lot more information that is coming your way, but your brain is filtering out things, otherwise it would be too overwhelming. Same thing with shadowing. Like you don't wanna assume that you're doing everything right. You want to be very intentional about what are the things that you're focusing on now. Look and luck don't have the same pronunciation. I think in the previous live or before that, I talked about it. So here is a little tip. If you go to the Q&A 
section on the website, there is a very special search bar and you can type in any question and it can find the place that I talked about that topic in the video, right? So you can just put look and um, luck in the search bar, how to pronounce look and luck. Um, and you will see, cause I think I talked about it in two different live Q and A's, but basically it's luck, the cup sound and look, the cook look book. That's the difference, but I really went in depth. So you can go use the search bar and you guys, like you can find answers almost to everything. Cause I think I've, I talked about so many things. Um, you can truly find it with that unique search. It's a great tool to use. Okay. Tam is asking, I would like to know if Beyond Program covers different time zones for the group activities. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially um, since once we will bring more people in. And this is one of the reasons why we want to bring people, more people in to create more variety. So right now we are trying to fit everyone's schedule. So we have all times a day, um, not just US based. Um, but the more people join in, we will be able to create more activities. So two of the same workshops, but two different times. So you can sign up to it. Hemi's asking how to pronounce the MF sound combination. Actually, it's really easy if you just feel like focus on your lips. So for the M, the lips come close. Mm -hmm. For the F, your top teeth stick out and your bottom teeth kind of like pushes against the top teeth. Mm, mm, right? So just like with the W and V, transitions. Mm, 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 comfortable. Now I'm going to tell you something funny about this. Comfortable. Emphasis. Emphasis. But, and I think this is why you're asking, sometimes people might pronounce the M where their lips are positioned like an F. Something comfortable. Emphasis. Why? Because the M almost sounds the same, even if I block the air here. Something, right? Even something sometimes they put on the teeth instead of some, because it's, it's a shortcut. You can totally do it, okay? So, um, emphasis, emphasis. But technically speaking, the lips do close. Emphasis, emphasis. But it's, it's, it's an easy shortcut, and you can totally use it. Rocio is asking, I'd like to ask what cases it's okay to drop the T sound apart from after an N. Mm, it's usually that, I'm trying to think. Um, but you, it can happen within words too, doesn't it? Right? Like if we think about it, doesn't, it's a T after an N, but you can't say doesn't. But if you connect it, doesn't it, you can drop it. Um, apart from that, like in scripts, right? When the T is between two consonants, a lot of times people may drop it, scripts. I don't always recommend my students to do that. I think you will be clearer if you don't drop it. Scripts, scripts. By the way, when I learned speech in school, in acting school, 
my teacher was adamant about us pronouncing the T sound, right? Like proper blah, 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 um, native and non-native speakers, right? Scripts. Um, so you can drop it if it's hard, scripts. But I feel like for, for people who already struggle with pronouncing some sounds or tend to drop sounds, I would not rush to drop it. I would actually focus if it's easy. If it's hard to put that sound, then yeah, you can totally drop it. Zeliza, I'm so happy that you are looking forward to the program. It is a lot of fun and you know, it's, it's monthly. So you stay for as long as you need. Sunita, can you explain to me the use as and father, as in cat, in the word as? Wait. As is never father. I mean, there is a group of words that is called the ask list words. It's on your website. You can have access to it, like dance and France, where people might say dance, France, laugh. But as is not on that list. Oz. Haven't heard it. So I think it's either a or a schwa, as well as as well as maybe that's what you heard, like a schwa. But I I I mm, I, I don't think I've ever heard it pronounced with the Oz and Father. I'm willing to explore that for you. Soraya is saying, could you explain how to correctly pronounce words that contain nasal T but don't end with an N? Sentence important curtain. Okay, so I want you to think of it just like, you know, just a glottal stop. Sen -n. Sentence. Curtain. Curtain. You bring the tip of the tongue up and you just do this. Mm. Mm. Right? Like when someone says something and you're like, mm. yeah, that's right. Mm. Curtain. Curtain. Again, saying curtain, totally fine. Curtain, releasing through the nose, fantastic. Sometimes it might be a little cha more challenging. This is why I'm giving you the shortcut of certain, sen, n, n, right? It's not even a T. The tongue comes up for the N, but you are making that weird N sound. Why? Because a T is an abrupt stop of air. And with this whole combination, what you're doing, you're still making an abrupt stop of air. You're only doing it with your vocal cords, right? It's called a glottal stop. Your vocal cords close and open. So there is this um, like moment of abrupt stop of sound and air, but it happens here. So it's not here and it's easier. Curtain, important, important. And then there's a T at the end too. But listen, like really, if it's hard, just pop it. The only thing I would recommend is not to turn it into a flap D, forgotten, right? Important. Just don't turn it into a flap D. Make it a, a, a light T, important, forgotten. Um, again, going back to my crazy teacher, um, whom I love, 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 love. She is like such an, a huge inspiration. Right now she teaches... She coaches, you know, the biggest movie stars on sets. Uh, but back back in the days when she used to teach us, she used to like throw shoes at students and stuff. But I, I used to be her favorite student. So um, 
she actually wanted us to pop out that tea, right? Important. Again, more classical, more, more, you know, um, classical American, but just so you understand that the fact that it's more colloquial or more people, more contemporary to do that sound, it doesn't make it the only way. And if it's easier for you to do that tin, tin, kitten, go for it. Um, Sabai is asking, I, like every team member, I want to know after celebration week, shall we receive everyday lesson practicing for practicing? No, after celebration week, the program is over, but you have the practice toolkit where you have a 10 minute recording to practice with for the next two months. And then you can simply start over. So it's like a very efficient drill to practice, but there is no more feedback only back in January when we start another round. Sally. Really appreciate you and your team, especially during these time around. Okay, great. I had a blast. So here's my last question. As far as I'm concerned, how can I better make the transition word N to add a little more energy, especially like, okay, now, downtown, and encounter. The N does not need a lot of energy. The N is a very sneaky and silent sound in a way. Sometimes we barely notice it encounter. You don't need to do much as long as you make sure that the tip of the tongue touches, this part touches right behind the teeth, right? So it doesn't come out as a different sound. Encounter. Um, now, right? But if you want to practice it and see how you can um, make sure that it's like the right sound, just hold it out. Hold it out a bit more, okay? When you're practicing and record yourself, use a mirror to see that the tongue comes up, open your mouth a little more, encounter, so on and so forth. But always, like, if you want to make sure that you're on the right track with a certain sound, just elongate it a little bit. But the N, it's not like, uh, it's not like the T or the R, where it's like time, red. It's not a strong sound. It's sneaky. <laughs> it's sneaky and subtle, okay? So just making it a little longer to understand if, if this is the right sound. Okay, Raju is asking. I understand Beyond is a monthly membership and every month a member choose two areas that they wanna work on. Um, Beyond is going to cover every, all the areas mentioned in the fluency wheel and you only choose the things that serve you and if you have extra time to focus on other things, you can do that as well. So you can join all the workshops. You don't have to only join the two workshops. I take into consideration that people don't need to overwhelm your, themselves. So I do highly encourage people to focus on two elements. But if you have the time and you want to do, do it all, you can. I hope I answered the question. But um, OK, let me see every single month. So I hope it answers your question. You have freedom, but like the directions that we give you are aimed at um, helping you be more focused rather than scattered. Because sometimes when you spread yourself thin, this is when we don't see the, the, the progress that we want. But if you laser focus into like two certain areas and you can change those in the next month and do only the things there, uh, it would serve you better. In 10 bucks, 
Should I hold the N or should I say 10 bucks? <laughs> That's a good question. Technically, it's 10 bucks, but 10 bucks is a shortcut that a lot of people take. So it's like a, a transition sound because it's it's kind of like it's a nasal sound, but but the lips are preparing for the B. 10 bucks. Yeah, you can do that. 10 bucks. What am I doing? Can I can I borrow 10 bucks? 10 bucks. I could potentially pronounce it with an M. 10 bucks. If I speak really fast. Do you recommend visualization exercises? Absolutely. So we we go into that in beyond, especially in the future. And the next program is going to be more about uh, when you talk about visualization, you mean, um, you know, in terms of mindset and preparation for stuff. Right, Michael? Uh, so I am going to go deeper into that in the next program and in beyond. I'm I'm personally um, going through this training right now um, that has like more NLP and kind of like reprogramming your subconscious mind. I'm learning that for myself, but also to use it as a tool uh, to offer my students. And Beyond is like the most direct, like ongoing group where I explore new things with. So yes, absolutely, absolutely. Is it normal to feel overwhelmed after going this intense program? I just feel that my brain is saturated of the new sounds and I'm not able to implement them when speaking. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I think I mentioned it sometimes, like what I want you to do now is take like, a break. Once you're done, at least two weeks, don't dive into the practice toolkit right away. You've got to give yourself some time to allow things to sink in and then start over. Yes, because it's it is overwhelming, but it's deliberately overwhelming. There is there is it there is reason for all this craziness and madness, and you'll see you'll see. Even if you feel overwhelmed, and even if you feel that you haven't had enough time, there is a point to all that. Uh, let me go through the final few questions really quickly. Do you have any tips for speed or stress variation when speaking? I tend to stress a lot most of the content words and stretch last words of each chunk. Yeah, it's very common for Spanish speakers, by the way, but it's not bad because a lot of times it actually serves us in English. I had the same note and I have the same tone on the answers words. I think it's a habit. Oh, Mandarin. Oh, I, I saw a different name. I got confused. I can't believe that the last week. Yeah, so in Mandarin, this is very, very common, right? Where where you have this external uh, pattern, especially because of the tones and Mandarin has its own unique pattern, so you might be applying it. Um, so I would take one piece of text and kind of read it in different ways. And uh, imitation, a lot of imitation exercises, find a speaker that you really like and try to imitate her or him, but her, um, right? And try to imitate and, 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 and focus just on those patterns, like see how you can change those patterns and, and try some someone that you feel is very much, um, you know, like you feel that they're very expressive. And for you, take one text and record yourself saying it, but every time try to think like, how can I say it with a different emotion? How can I say it if now like I'm really indifferent and I'm trying to be even quiet and now I'm angry, like use tone, what we've learned in one of the master classes and see if that affects how you speak. And every time you feel like you're coming towards stressing that last word 
or you feel you're hearing, you hear that you're going into that pattern, change it, make it weird, make it like not, not English, not Mandarin, not like whatever, just like change it completely and then change it again and play around with it until you start. It's, it's not that the problem is that you don't get the stress or the patterns that you need to use. It's just that you're stuck in certain patterns and before learning what you need to do you need to learn how to break those patterns how to get comfortable how to how to trust your voice to not go to autopilot but also how to use your voice as a tool and not like you know now that in in an automatic manner so breaking those patterns every time you recognize it do something differently you record yourself you hear something then, then record yourself again and, and try deliberately to, it's like singing a different song. And then when you break the patterns, you have, you are more in control and then you can start putting into practice what we've learned. Adriana, how to pronounce thousand are both T held. Okay. The first one is a TH. Oh, it's a different, different question. Thou, ow is a now, th at the beginning, thou zind, thou zind. And you can release the d at the end, it's easier. Thousand, schwa at the end, with a z. Again, th, thou, ow is a now, zin, zin, zind, thousand. Are both t held in the words accounting and accountant? So accounting. You can drop, you can make it like a, like the internet, right? You can drop it, accounting or accounting. An accountant, I would release the first one, accountant, account, accountant. Yeah, account, two options, accountant, tin, or accountant. Like important, accountant, accountant, mm, mm, mm. important, accountant. Accountant or accountant, both are fine. I'm confused. Do I have to pronounce the held T or not in words like networks, weight, hate? Okay, it's a held T. So net in network, it's more distinct, right? Like I think it's it, here. I would focus more on pronouncing it as a held T. Net work, net work. But in wait, you can release the T. Get, a lot of people, a lot of native speakers do that as well. A lot of times they would hold it. Wait, get, okay? So either or, but when it comes to words where the T is in the middle of the word, like network, white gate, um, get some, then that's where we want to focus on the held T a bit more. But this is very like nuanced. So if you're struggling with, you know, I think the flap T is more important. R is definitely more important. Vowels are more important than, you know, getting that held T. But if you're at a level where you feel like, okay, I can truly um, start changing, you know, all those nuances, then yes, you can go and focus on that. Um, last few minutes. Sunita is asking about the stress, right? Like how can I improve understanding the primary stress? I don't realize it unless someone else points it out. I think, again, like because it's very inconsistent, uh, I wish there was something I could tell you like, okay, so recognize when this happens and then, you know, that's when the stress is. It's just being becoming more aware of it. 
We will also upload an exercise of primary stress. I think it's not there yet, but I can add it just like an exercise to practice primary stress. So I think it's going to help you, right? Like recognizing, but ideally get a list of long words and practice, take a, like long, frequent words. You can just Google, you know, the most common words with three syllables or four syllables. I'm sure someone has prepared such list and then look at a word, try to identify it. Try, try to say it, underline the primary stress, then go check it in the dictionary. Is it the same stress? Great. Not, what was the issue? Listen to it on you, you being used on Youglish. Practice it again and again and again and again. Now, it's, it feels scattered, but even if you do it with different words, even though it's not like one word with a pattern, it is so beneficial because you really become more aware and your brain starts hearing stress through the act of practice. So do that and I, I, I recommend that all of you who struggle with the primary stress use that as an exercise and we have one for you. Hassan, hi. I signed up for a workshop since the previous one, but unfortunately I didn't get any chance to share or attend any event. What is your best advice for me in the loop? Well, now since we're at the end, so I'm, I'm sorry you couldn't attend, um, in the alumni group, um, I think there will still be ongoing conversation groups, but I would recommend to join in again on um, in January where you can upload your videos and attend, you know, and then we will also have some workshops around um, uh, with me for alumni members. Okay, so just make sure that you get our emails and right before January, we will update you on the next round. And I hope you'll be able to join us. But in the meantime, just go through the program, do the practice toolkit, do the daily thing. The program is designed for you to do it at your own pace. But if you want to participate in the events, um, then it's going it's probably going to be in closer to January. Um, Alma, does the Beyond program have practice sessions? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Raju, thank you so much. I just read your comments. You can't be more thankful. Uh, thank you for the beautiful words. So so it doesn't go away. Like, write everything, everything that you feel and hear, you know, and, and again, like, celebrate you and celebrate your successes. We're going to wrap up now. Um, so Anoop, I see your question about the Beyond program. I, I would be, I'm going to save this question and answer it in the live Q&A for uh, beyond, okay? I, I will announce when we're going to do it. Maybe I'll do it on Friday, okay? Either Friday or next Tuesday. You guys, I love you all. I cannot wait to read your posts and listen to your videos. Take your time, celebrate yourself, celebrate your progress, celebrate your future because you know that you are on the right path. And I'm sure a lot of you are like, I feel the progress. It's not exactly where I want to be just yet, but at least you know that you will get there. I promise you will get there. Okay. And I am here to see it through. The community is here to see it through. So thank you so, so much. I love you all very much. Um, come on over to YouTube because I have a premiered video coming, uh, going live now about the myth of Speak Like a Native. If you haven't watched it yet on Facebook, we published it by mistake at 6 a.m. Um, but um, 
you know, uh, I think it, it has gotten great response. So you can come on over and watch it now being premiered uh, on my YouTube channel. I think you're going to, I, I'd love to hear what you think about that. Thank you all. Love you very much. I will see you very soon in the next live Q&A about beyond our program for Accent Makeover students, the ongoing program and membership or the gym and the members club. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you soon. Bye.